You are now listening to the Hot Take Podcast. Here are your hosts, Stephen Taroni and Josh Daddy. Time to make it hot. This is the Hot Take Podcast, once again brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Download the Thrive Fantasy app today or go to thrivefantasy.com. Use promo code Hot Take and get a 100% deposit match up to $100 for all new users by using that promo code. Again, that's Hot Take, all one word, all caps, all day long. And we are back once again, week eight, my friends. And I say we. Because uh, I'm joined by Dr. Dan Berman. Welcome to the show. Hey, great to be here again. Ready for some uh, prop action. Another week of football. What else can I say? Yeah, and say? we did. Uh, we're without the OG, so we got rid of one beard, but brought in a mustache, and he's oh, back, yeah. baby. <laughs> Ryan Weiss at Fantasy Five. Ryan, welcome back to the show. Second time in a week, you're becoming a regular. I was going to say, thank you guys for having me. It's a, it's a fun show to be a part of. Our second time this month, rather. Yeah, we, I was we, don't, say. we don't do two shows a week anymore. I was so. saying, if, and if I did it last Friday, I'm at a complete loss at this point. I don't even know what I said because <laughs> yeah. I don't remember it. <laughs> right. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a dad, so we got to, so we had to slow it down. I did. And, uh, we're, we're one, we're one, you know, one show a week now, but uh but again happy to have you and thank you for coming on again this week um fellas a lot to get to um we'll just go ahead and dive right in to the thrive uh we're gonna okay do the main slate once again um i'll just bring it up here on the screen for everybody again 20 dollar uh entry is the one that i have up here on the screen um as you can see a significant amount of overlay uh for yeah. this one uh basically again pick 10 out of the 20 best props that you like and we're not going to go through all of them you guys i'll show you the little uh, prize payouts here again 10k up top this 50k guaranteed and uh we're going to get right into it but not go over all these we went pretty damn close last week berm uh we kind of left the the dessert portion for everyone else because again you guys we can't just go and like people are getting pissed they're like you guys are just giving out like yeah. all the good picks so last week I made sure and was wrong about everything. Um, <laughs> Berm knows I'm texting him like, oh yeah. Cause I was like, Eagles are going to blow out the Raiders um, vice. It was good for like six minutes. Yeah. And then it was, and then there was all Raiders after that. But anyway, um, forward thinking show on the week eight and pulling up some of these props here. Um, we'll go ahead and dive in and get to the second one. Uh, down the list here in Najee Harris and Ryan, I know this is one that you wanted to talk about here this evening. We're looking at 80 and a half uh, total yards here for Najee and, or rather rushing yards, which yeah. I found found to be a very interesting prop. The over weighted at 110 and the under at 90 points. So as you being the guest, I'll throw it to you first, my friend, where are you leaning on Najee Harris rushing yards prop? I was a little shocked because we've seen Thrive get kind of like lopsided a little bit on these over-unders. This seems very close to me for a very good Cleveland rush defense. Cleveland's only allowing 65 rushing yards to running backs on the season 
on average per game. And nobody has hit 80 rushing yards on them this entire right. season. Um, Najee's done it twice, but to me, this is like a, an extremely easy under and, and I think a lot of people might go the other way with it cause it's one ten, So it's appetizing and Najee's the only member of that offense who's going to touch the ball in my own projections. I do have Najee hitting 76 yards. So it's closer than even I would think it would want to be. But I, I, I'm not a fool to think that my projections are, you know, the words of God. I, I, I'm wrong more often than I'm right. And it seems like I'm probably over here and that's still with him not hitting it. So I was a little shocked that I could get 90 for something to me that is just a complete easy under Cleveland's defense is the one thing that seems to be working for them. So, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I, I still think your projections are somewhat prophetic, but, um, (laughs) But Berm, how do you feel about the Najee prop? Yeah, so when I initially saw this, I was like, oh, Najee Harris, I'll take the over, of course. And then I read closer and it was a rushing yards only, a little less tempting, especially going against the Browns defense. Um, And looking back, yeah, so uh, Najee Harris, he, uh, like you said, only hit uh, 80 yards twice and one was actually only barely uh, on the ground uh, last week against Seattle. So... Yeah, I don't know. That seems a little high going against such a stout uh, run defense and what feels like is going to be a lower scoring game. Um, So, yeah, I'm liking the under on this as well. Yeah, kind of weird. Like with when you look at the Najee prop and then later we'll talk about the Ezekiel prop as well, um, Berm, because I know you want to talk about Zeke. But the the weird thing is I, I was hoping that you know, when I'm looking through the slate that these kind of would be flip-flopped, you know, I was kind of hoping that Najee would have like a total yardage prop and Zeke would just be, you know, straight rushing yards. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's interesting because when you look at these two, I've been making some pretty consistent uh, profitable bets on Najee's unders when they've been lower than this. So I- I'm leaning towards the under as well. So I think that's a clean sweep here, gentlemen. Um Moving down the board just a little bit here. One, Arthur Juan Brown for the (laughs) Tennessee Titans. Uh, 73 and a half total receiving yards. Uh, This one's even up. And Ryan, I'll throw it to you again. Um, Just, But just wanted to kind of add this uh, as it seems like a lot of uh, this one is is some easy overvalue. I mean, it's about a good four or five yards under the Vegas prop, but it's even money. So um, are you also on the over? Very much so, and even more so now with Julio ruled out. So um, yeah. the Colts have allowed this six times to to individual wide receivers. They allow 165 yards to wide receivers every game. A.J. Brown has only hit it twice, but if I remember correctly, I didn't put it in my notes. I think it's his last two games consecutive. So you like to see that kind of hot streak going in. So, yeah, big big over for me here. It was one of the, the first ones to jump off the page for me. Yeah, nice trend. Um, and that is creeping up. It's at 77 and a half, some places 78 and a half uh, on others with, uh, you know, one a little more juiced up than the other. But Berm, um, Chipotle incident behind us here for <laughs> AJ Brown. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's wheels up. Are you on board with us there? Yeah, I'm not as big a fan of the over here. Um, I think it's more of a coin flip. But, you know, the tiebreaker is what Vegas says. And if Vegas is giving him a couple of extra yards there, you know, then the lean is that way. Uh, I, I think it's still more of a coin flip. Um, 
whether or not we see that high-powered offense that uh, Tennessee uh, put against uh, put up against the Chiefs last week, um, it remains to be seen whether Tannehill can uh, get it done. He had a rough uh, first six games, that's for sure. Yeah. So uh, I'll I'll go with the over here, uh, but with a much lower confidence. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fair enough, my friend. Um, you know, we've seen in the past where thrive will maybe put you know a little bit of a yardage difference and, and leave it pretty close to even money or like a 105 95 but it's usually when there's kind of uh what i've noticed as like a significant defensive matchup um but indy's not like a world beating no. you know a run funnel or pass funnel one way or the other so it's uh it's definitely interesting to me so like you said berm vegas tiebreaker for me as well my friend even if it is uh, four or five yards. Hey, I mean, sometimes like, look, that's like 8%. So, um, I'll take that. I'll take that 8% edge. Um, moving down the list here, Michael Pittman, uh, speaking of that same indie game, yeah, five and a half total receptions is the prop with the 115 on the over and 85 on the under, uh, Ryan, I'll throw it back to you on this one here. Um, the over to me is kind of sexy, but what, what are you thinking? So what's funny is when I initially saw this number, I immediately wanted to go under. I'm like, I, I just don't see it being that. Then I dug into my research on it. <laughs> the, uh, excuse me, the Titans have allowed this nine different times to players this season. Oh, wow. And Pittman has hit it four times on his own. Um, the Titans are only allowing 16 receptions to wide receivers. And, I don't know that T.Y. Hilton is ruled out in this game. So you have three kind of big wide receivers if Zach Pascal is going to get more involved. So it kind of worried me there splitting it because it's an even split of those 16 among the three wide receivers. But when you look at Pittman is clearly the one. He's done this so many times. And then I'm getting 115 points for it. This was something we talked about last time I was on the show where you need some of these big swings to get your your total when it's all said and done over 1,000. You, you want to be over 1,000. This one to me seems to be, I would have expected this to be a 105, 110. Yeah. But I guess since my initial inclination was the under, I see why they have it that high, but the numbers are screaming over to me. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, Berm, that 30 point differential, does that sway your decision on this? Uh, absolutely. It's that difference in points there that it, there's so much value in that. So like you just said, you need a couple of those big winners or like the one tens, one fifteens, one twenties. Right. Uh, if, if you're going to include any of the more favored, obvious uh, props in your in your lineup, and this one is definitely one you can clearly see happening. Uh, Pittman, yeah, he's done it several times. He's been trending downward the last couple of weeks. Yeah. He uh, he had a big game last week. Uh, only four catches though, but he still had very weird weather numbers. last week too. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, and T.Y. was in the mix-up until last week, um, you know, just very recently. So I don't know how much that plays a factor. We saw um, a little bit of, you know, Mo, Mo Alley Cox actually getting involved by design. Um, so, you know, there's – I still think there is some some opportunity there, though. Um, but to get to – six catches is going to be tricky. I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if he finishes, like, right at six. I mean, we – you know, these these lines are set where they are for a reason. So yeah, he um, needs to see ten targets to hit that. He's not a 70-80% reception guy. He he needs to hit ten targets to hit that. So yeah, and one you know one difference is they are kind of using him more 
you know, not not exclusively as like you know he he don't get me wrong he is the one but he's not being used like that as exclusive alpha or anything like no, that. Still doing a lot of that stuff, uh, you know, the stuff over the middle that kind of gets him open. But he has been been playing a lot on the outside too. So it's um you know it's it does offer in my opinion you know going against um Tennessee's kind of that's the thing that really has me kind of leaning you know towards that uh that over is that matchup i think is really really tasty so yeah pretty sexy there for me um moving down the board here berm i know there's a few that you wanted to get here um the first one we'll go to is the jimmy g the dr berm special baby i promise you the second you guys invited me to the show and I went through and was looking at the slate, I go, Berm's going to pick this one. I know. He's going <laughs> <to."> <laughs> that's a, that's the bet. That's the bet. We, uh, we do, you know, Berm and I both like that, but um, Berm is the more consistent of the two on that. Some, sometimes I'll, I'll avoid it, but I know Berm likes to smash that under. Is that the case again in week eight, my friend? Yeah. So, so last <laughs> week I did say that for the weekly, uh, will he or won't he throw an interception prop that they always have on Thrive for the main slate? Um, I, I was less confident about Joe Burrow uh, going against the Ravens in a divisional matchup, which, when you say it out loud, really does scream the you know, interception or two. Uh, <laughs> and it happened, of course. Um, I did yeah. say that. Cost me a little money because that was towards the end of the game too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah total. Course. Total garbage pick. Of course, uh, I, I did say to avoid it in at least you know half of your entries, which is you know, what I did. But you know, yeah, disclaimer, disclaimer, were ruined. <laughs> but this week I'm a little more, uh, I'd say, a, a little more confident of this hitting. I, I feel like um, the Bears they have four picks on the year. Three of them came against just who we talked about, uh, Joe Burrow, or um, in week two. Uh, so. Here, again, I'll take the points for something to not happen, and hopefully Jimmy G doesn't have to throw the ball enough to um, uh, put himself in trouble. Yeah, right, right. Good rushing offense. Um, You know, this prop has been in the main menu before, and we hit 125 points on this before because I also made the point, uh, hey, you also got Trey Lance in there who's been taking some snaps. And I know he's been hurt, but so far all I'm hearing is Trey Lance looks like he's not hurt. Yeah. And this is more like a, a coach's decision to go with Jimmy G. And I get it. You know, the Niners, you know, Jimmy G's a winning quarterback, you know, say about, you know, quarterback wins, you know, what you will and that in that whole debate. But um, unfortunately for the Niners, you know, this, they, I can see that they feel like they might be slipping here with how, how good of a start the Cardinals have been off to and, um, things could be kind of getting away from them here. So with that being said, um, they're probably going to play it a little safe. They're probably going to play to win. And that's why Jimmy G is out there, obviously. So I, I don't think there's going to be a ton of opportunities. Uh, Ryan, you, you smashing the under as well. No, I am. I, first of all, I'm away. This exact, exact same way I was last time you guys brought this up. I personally think he's going to throw an interception. Um, he's thrown in three different games this year at interception. As you brought up, the Bears have only pulled this feed off twice. 
I actually like the Bears defense a lot this week, so I would stay completely away from this because the 75 does nothing for me, and I don't believe I'm going to get the 125. So no, I'm not I'm not touching this at all. <laughs> yeah, good, you know, good point about the 75 points. And we'll talk about at the very end. I want to ask kind of uh, a game theory type question to both of you guys so we can expand on that a little bit more. But uh, but fair enough, my friend. Moving on, we'll go to the Joe Mixon prop right below it. Uh, basically just is Joe Mixon going to get in the end zone, you know, on the ground and we're looking at over for 90 or yes and no at 110 or that under uh, berm. We'll throw it to you first. What are your leans against this crappy jets defense? Yeah. So here's a case where um, I'm going to gladly give up those uh, 10, 20 points for what I would consider a, a higher confidence play. Yeah. Basically it's a matchup thing. I mean, Joe Mixon going up against the, the Jets, they're, you know, for, if things go as expected, they should be up. They should be running the ball. Um, Joe Mixon hasn't gotten a workhorse load of actual rushing attempts, especially the last, uh, let's see, four weeks. But, you know, it, I feel like he finds the end zone. If the Bengals score, uh, you know, four touchdowns, I feel like Joe Mixon is one of them. Yeah, that makes sense. Ryan, what do you feel about Joe Mixon getting in on the ground versus the Jets? I mean, the Jets suck. Exactly. <laughs> I, I understand predicting touchdowns is hard. I'm just shocked this is worth an entire 90 points. This felt like one that I thought would drop down way further. It's super chalky, but it's it's chalky enough that those 90 points are worth it, especially if you're confident in some of your bigger swings like I am with Pittman, like Berm is with Jimmy G. This is where we make up for that 10 points to where the same guy might take or another person in this lineup might take one that's 100 points that they're very confident in. But if me and Burma are right on our big swing, that gets us that big advantage where we both hit on Mixon. So that's kind of where this still works. I, I'm just shocked it's not lower to try to steer people away from it. So, Yeah, and I'm not staying away from it myself, no. uh, but I do have it kind of circled as a ice pick. So yeah. um, one of those in case of emergency picks that I think is probably going to happen. But again, touchdowns not being so sticky, like you said, Ryan, but um you know, the, the thing that we mentioned this last time we were tied with the Mixon prop, I think it was last week and the, or maybe it was two weeks ago, but the, the, but Mixon, the Bengals run a, a lot more than I, than you would expect for, especially for having the receiving yardage leader on their team. Yeah. Um, but Burroughs just, I mean, that a dots out of control, but they're running a ton. So they don't as much when they get to the goal line, which is originally what kind of has me a little bit skeptical here. I'm just pulling the trigger super easily, but uh, if I am using it like an ice pick, like I mentioned, I'm definitely taking the over because I can handle just being right uh, more than the 90 ish points. You're, you know, the, the differential, I should say, between having, you know, a, a, a pick over 100 points. Yeah, you bring, say, up, so. you bring up a great point because I, I, I was struck by this. I think it was after week five and it's trended up lately. But at one point the Bengals who were notoriously this like fast paced offense were running like the second fewest plays in the entire league mm -hmm. per game. And it's because of the run plays that they were incorporating in. And, and we saw it, they're not afraid to run Samaji P Ryan. And that is a worry for a vulture on Joe Mixon, because I mean, when you had his stats pulled up, you saw it where Mixon has done a receiving touchdown and missed on the rushing. And mm -hmm. P Ryan, I believe had a rushing touchdown in that game. And that's, that's the bigger concern, and maybe that's what's swaying it towards 90, is they're not afraid to use Samaji P. Ryan whatsoever. 
Yeah, the uh, it's just weird the way the Bengals' offense has gone this year. Um, yeah. You know, not only with the the Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow stuff, like I mentioned, but uh, just the way the whole the, just the whole way the the field position is kind of. I think what was really interesting everything. was. Drew Sample looked like he was on to something in 2020, and he's a forgotten man now. It's all CJ Uzoma. So. Yeah, it's, it's wild. He had like a blow up game. Yeah. You know, welcome to the NFL. And then uh, just he's like a, a ghost town of tight ends. You know, it's yeah. like he doesn't exist anymore. Um, just kind of crazy. Well, well, we'll breeze through these next four picks here. Um, we'll skip the Josh Allen, Miles Sanders, DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen, and uh, we'll even, you know what, we'll even skip the Bucks and Saints game for the most part. Skip the Herbert prop and go straight to the Alvin Kamara prop here. The prop is 79 and a half uh, rushing yards, which that definitely struck me as a blatant layup here. I think <laughs> this could be potentially the easiest pick on the entire slate berm do you agree well assuming that we're on the same page here i do really really like the under um essentially going against the uh the bucks defense um if you you know they've been stopping the run game consistently if they want alvin kamara to be involved then he can obviously catch passes out of the backfield instead so there's always that route um if they want to get him some production somewhere. And Alvin Kamara, we've seen many times that, you know, they completely just abandon having Kamara run and, uh, you know, get him the ball through the air instead. So I feel like it probably ends up being closer to that just because of the stout uh, defense they're going against. So I like the end of it. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much laid out exactly what the Saints did on Monday yeah. Night Football. I mean... They just got it to Kamara in the screen game. I mean, against that Seahawks defense, I mean, that was ideal for them to attack them in that way, especially after those first few drives. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's what they're going to have to do against the Bucks. We know that you can pass on the Bucks, and it's uh, very tough. Those These are like the two best run defenses, basically, you know, going up uh, against each other. So uh, with Kamara, if you look at this, Ryan, the Vegas line, for Kamara is 56 and a half rushing <laughs> yards. But so you're going to give me extra point value yep. for a super inflated total. I wish I could click under twice. Or yeah, it, it was incredible to me when I saw it. This was my first click. Like literally I, I went yeah. through, I was like, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh yeah. So when these come out, I kind of, you know, flip through them on the phone and I'm like, oh, yep. That one will be in all of mine. So, I mean, that this one is there's not this is a hundred percent exposure, hundred percent under. There's no way. I, I mean, yeah, and it's almost like I I joke with it being further down on the list. Like you you hope people miss it because it's just such a give me. So. Yeah. Well, I'm I mean, curious, yeah. See how I don't think it's a coincidence. Yeah. yeah, it is. There's no coincidence. It's like the the third one down on the game. Yeah, you know, like it's dangling way down there. The low-hanging fruit. There you go. This this would qualify. Yeah, um, I have no problem going one hundred percent on this one as well. <laughs> so, Smash. Well, the what's interesting, and I know we're going to touch on it towards the end of the show, both on the Najee prop and the Camara prop. When you hop into the house props, the prop lobby, they are total yards, and they scare me off a little bit when we right? get into total yards. So. Yeah, yeah. We talked about the yep. Najee prop. You know, if it was total yards. 
it'd be a little bit different story. And we'll talk about the house props here a yeah. little bit uh, after that too also. So nice little tease, Ryan. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of where we're at right here. So I'm, I'm definitely down with that. So I'm, that's a, uh, a consensus pick from us. So we'll sweep that one and we'll move on to the last game here in this one. And this is Dallas at Minnesota. Uh, Berm, I'll throw it to you for this DAC prop, 24 and a half completions. We are looking at 115 for the over and 85 on the under. So a 30 point differential. What's the lean? So the lean here is I like the over. Uh, so Dax is uh, completions and attempts. If you uh, look back in the first seven weeks, they've been like all over the place. I mean, the, the standard deviation here is absolutely insane. He's had uh, 42 completions, 23, 21, 14, 22, and 36. Mm-hmm. So, it, uh, so there's a few that are really close there, but uh, a couple of times you blowing that out of the water. Uh, so those games, they obviously had a couple of different game scripts. He seemed to be more efficient in the low-throwing volume games, not surprisingly. Um, but I, I do see this game being a higher-scoring game. I mean, the big surprise there, of course, uh, with the 51 points uh, over-under in Vegas. Um, so give me the potential for a shootout high-scoring game and uh, Dak having to throw a lot this game and the over. Ryan over under on that. It's one I would avoid, but there's a little bit, I know we're going to talk game theory here in a second, but there's a lot of game theory. I think that plays into this. And honestly, the next three props all kind of lumped in together. Yep. Yep. Because if Dak is out, then this bumps you to your case of emergency, as long as he's ruled out. But by putting this in your lineup, as Berm would say, you're gaining those points with almost nothing to lose. Most people are going to avoid this pick altogether because of the injury if he plays he's going to play the whole game dallas isn't dumb so they're going to put him out there to play the entire game obviously unless a reoccurrence of the injury but we're not going to we can't predict that so if he plays he's likely to hit it because of everything burr mentioned if he doesn't play then the worst case scenario is you're just getting kicked one of your ice picks to where this is actually super game theory to put this in Honestly, either way, because no matter how you feel about it, you are going to make a pick that you can almost guarantee, I would say fewer than 25%, 20% of the field is even going to put in their lineup because of all of the stories coming out about Dak right now. You're giving yourself an edge that some people aren't going to be willing to take. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, the the way that the point distribution works out, um, I think a lot of people are going to be more inclined to the over, but trap door theory there, you know, uh, you do have to have something else to fall back on. So uh, I do like that you brought that point up quite a bit. Um, now, assuming that Dak's healthy, he's out there. Um, he's not going to be hundred percent. Yep. So that combined with the next prop on the board um, with Zeke, the thing is with, with Zeke, uh, and you talked about game theory, the way the game script here that I'm playing out here it, it more more favorably, or I should say more probable than not, is that the Vikings allow Zeke and or Tony Pollard to just absolutely run wild. I mean, these guys have, they've allowed uh, like every running back to hit their rushing prop so far this year. Uh, it's, it's looking really nice for Zeke. Um, 
you know, there's the Zeke prop here. Of course, uh, we're sitting um, 90 points on the over and 110 on the under. But this is like I mentioned earlier. Um, I wish that this wasn't like just a pure rushing prop <laughs> because then I would feel a little bit better. But it's a combined yardage prop. And Berm, I know you wanted to talk about this one. They're looking at 91 and a half for the combined yardage total. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so is he, he started the year out slow. I think uh, people, uh, I keep remembering the first game when he, against the Bucks, uh, where he was the last man out. He, you know, that exciting game, he put up absolutely no numbers. But if you look at how he's done since, he's been putting up some solid stats. Yeah. Uh, he's been catching the ball a little bit uh, out of the backfield. He had, uh, I think, last week seven receptions. So that's, uh, you know, at least a promising sign for his inclusion in uh the, the passing game uh i like the the over here um and yeah, yeah. just because like you were mentioning josh there's the the uh, vikings giving up a lot against running backs uh I, I hate to take two uh two of these overs in the same game here but i do feel like there's a little bit of correlation that you can uh apply to the you know dak prescott uh, completions if he's throwing a lot of you know short screens to Zeke, and he's putting up extra yards in the air. Then I could totally see both hitting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Zeke could get the yardage on the ground alone, uh, which wouldn't surprise me. You know what I mean? But um, for me, with the injury concerns with Dak kind of circling back, I do think it is a more run-heavy game script, and they are getting you know Michael Gallup back too. So I don't know. Maybe they want to get him more involved. Um, you know, give, I mean, this offense is pretty deep, so it's, it's kind of sick, but, um, but that, you know, for those reasons though, I think that I will be leaning towards the under on the completions, but that's, that's not a surprise. You guys know, I love the completion unders on quarterbacks. (laughs) Um, you know, we got the Rogers by the skin of our teeth last night, that, that (laughs) half a completion was fantastic, um, for the under betters, the, the real old men like me that love to sweat the unders and, and root <laughs> for those. Yeah. And we, we love to root for those cleats hitting some white chalk. So we <laughs> wave that, wave that completion <laughs> off. Um, it's, it's really a terrible life and it's, it's, it's not for everyone. So be careful kids. Um, but leaning, leaning on to the next pick, same game, um, Justin Jefferson for, for two touchdowns. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think so. We know that this is pretty, <laughs> pretty unlikely. I mean, two tuds is is a tough prop for even like Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? So it's it's tough, but obviously the points are weighted in such a way that are going to make you uh, have to make a decision. Uh, 135 to the over and 65 is all you get if you <laughs> guess it right, folks. So it's a 70 point total. Um, Ryan, any thoughts on this one? Um, and also, I don't know if I threw it to you for the Zeke prop, so I apologize. I kind of oh, the only thing I would add to the Zeke prop is you two seem way more confident than I am than D- that Dak Prescott is playing. Um, I've heard all the horror stories that Vegas has switched the line, leading people to believe it's going to be Cooper Rush. And if it's Cooper Rush, I wonder if the Vikings put more in the box. Like, I, I think that's my largest concern. I was initially over it's it's in my notes it's actually in the first lineup i put together it's an over for me the cooper rush thing has me just a little bit worried right now right um just because it's cooper rush and we saw how bad dallas is 
when they get to guys not named Dak or even Andy Dalton. They were still serviceable when it was Andy Dalton, but when it was Ben DiNucci ben and DiNucci. Cooper Rush, it, it, it was not pretty. This one I just laughed at. Like literally this, I don't have the marbles to put this anywhere near any of my, like if I was doing one <laughs> where I was just trying to see the most amount of points I could score, I obviously you would throw this in there. I don't know that I've, I, I've tried to pay close attention. I don't know that I've seen a 135 this year. Uh, there probably has been, but this just seemed crazy to me. Um, I'm not touching it. Um, when I was looking through my notes, uh, Dallas has given it up one time. Um, I don't remember who it was to. Obviously, Jefferson hasn't done it yet this year. It screams over. Dallas is allowing about 1.2 touchdowns per game to wide receivers. So two is definitely possible, but everything about this game screams big Adam Thielen game because you imagine Trevon Diggs is going to run with J-Jeff the entire time. And Thielen is just going to demolish Anthony Brown in that second corner. So, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not one that I would want to be playing. I mean, like, I mean, if you're looking at one of these like Miles Sanders or Dak props and, you know, you have them both in and then they get chucked and you're down to ice picks, I mean, I could probably use it as my 12 pick just to get some points. (laughs) Yeah. Just to get some points. But yeah, dude, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not just like, I don't have money to burn where I can like, Oh yeah. I put a couple of Justin Jefferson overs in there. Like I can't do that. Um, But burn, what do you, what do you think about this one? And like, what's the, as far as the game theory behind this with, you know, do you want something that's so close to a sure thing because of the touchdowns being so hard to get or, you know, are you more inclined to go ahead and throw like, you know, one out of five or, you know, one out of 10 overs in there for Justin Jefferson? Yeah. So my plan is to go uh, zero lineups with uh, this at all. Uh, staying away. Staying away. I don't think Total I've played. Avoid. Yeah. I, I don't think I've uh, been on like one side or the other for any of these 135 to 65 props that some, uh, they sometimes do. Uh, it's just not worth the points for such a, you know, 99%. Yeah. Uh, they're always tied to these touchdowns. It's, that's yeah. the thing is they're always tied to double, you know, multi-touchdown games. And I mean, if, if you're betting these, you might as well just be going out and betting all these, uh, who's going to score the first touchdown. Yeah, at your, exactly. At your local sports book. I, I went um, and looked, it was DJ Moore who did the two touchdown game against Dallas and the role Jefferson plays in the offense versus the role DJ Moore plays in that offense couldn't be more different. It, it, again, it's a role similar to what Adam Thielen would play for this offense. So, right. Plus I really like Tyler Conklin to score a touchdown this week. So I, it's just a lot of things I, I don't enjoy about this. Yeah, the yeah. fact that like you brought up, I didn't even think about it. But yeah, Diggs, if he's going to be covering him, then yeah, I mean he's having a monster year. So. Monster year. Now, I mean, he got beat by Kendrick Bourne on that long touchdown, but again, it was one touchdown, super deep play, a freak play like we saw out of DK Metcalf last week. So, um, it's it's just a lot of things that scream it's not going to be two. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's no, for a lot. Yeah. Right. No, it's that makes sense, but I mean. That's uh, that's probably all we should talk about. I mean, we don't again. We don't want to give you guys all the plays. I mean, it's, that's right. We got to have some differentiation on those lineups. So. Yeah, you guys, you guys got to think for yourselves here. Um, come on. But Ryan, we we will talk about a few props there over in the prop lobby. We were just yeah. kind of talking about, and 
you know, um, for some people that aren't as familiar with Thrive, maybe they just play in, you know, the main slate stuff. Um, I'll let you kind of break it down. But yeah. uh, also, there's a couple of props in there this week that are the same. Um, you know, you know, you had mentioned, I think, the Stafford before we Stafford got on. is exactly the same. right on yeah. spot on the two ninety yeah. and a half. But the um, but yeah, like, like tell tell everybody what it is. Um, you know how the multiple. By the way, uh, I think there's a little a slight there boost is. to the multipliers <laughs> yep. this week. So have at it, brother. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna actually start with something. When I was talking to one of my co-hosts, some people don't know how to find the prop lobby, and it's not really well shown on the app. But on the top left hand corner, if yep. you're on the actual app, it's a black button, so it doesn't look like something you can press, and it takes you to an entirely different side of Thrive. And if you've ever bet football games i i call them parlays because essentially what you're doing is you're combining two three or four props together as money multipliers um i don't have the exact numbers on my head right now of what it used to be because it's i think 3.6 i think 6.3 and then it's 11 times when it's four but they bumped everything up this week it's four times if you get two right seven times if you get three right Mm -hmm. and 12 times if you get four right. And so you kind of get to make your combo, but the, the kind of caveat is they have to be perfect when you're doing it this way. It's not like where you can kind of hit or miss. You have to be perfect. It's just like a normal parlay. You got to get exactly. Um, But the props, what I also enjoy is the props are different. So Mm -hmm. after you've studied this, you get to go find a whole nother and it's, it's more than 20 props. Like there, sometimes it feels like there's not enough in there, but sometimes this weekend, especially (laughs) feels like there's a ton in there and yeah. there are some that just feel like absolute smashes to me. I, I do want to start with um, Matthew Stafford. I really enjoyed the under, but I didn't know that 105 points was worth the gamble because Houston just, you don't have to throw against Houston and Stafford has done it so much, but if I can throw it on a quick four player parlay where I can 12 times my money, if I'm right, I'm way more adept to doing it. I don't want to give up the points if I'm wrong in the main slate. But over here, it's in like three of my parlays because I do feel it's going to be an under and I'm not competing against anybody. I'm just competing about whether I'm right, right. or not. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What else? So what other par- uh, picks do you like here? As so far as, I, uh, the prop sheets, as I say, when I was talking to Josh, I do a video for Club Fantasy every Saturday where I drop my top five and you guys are going to get a quick, quick rundown of my top five before the video comes out tomorrow. So I'm going to start oh, Dan- Daniel Jones over 241 passing yards against Kansas okay. city's defense feels like the easiest prop ever. Kansas city's allowing 285 to quarterbacks and they've uh, quarterbacks have done this to Kansas city five times this season. So I, Jones nice has not rate. been as bad as people pretend he is. And the Giants should have to throw a ton in this game. So yeah, yeah, and uh, we appreciate the the exclusive peak. The, there you, you know, go. We we really do. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's the other thing is when you are looking at some of these, um, you know, I, I do think it's important to kind of take a look and see, you know, which one of these props, you know, has like a seventy plus percent hit rate, like the yep. the Daniel Jones prop. I mean those those would be the ones that I'd be targeting. Um, you know, we mentioned how like the Vikings have just been letting you know, opposing running back smash. Um, yep. If the Zeke prop was rushing only, you know, you could hit that. Um, you know, I mean, that's that's basically the type of things I'm looking for. Um, what and I other... love to look for the really low yardage ones too. One that yeah. really hit me this week, Jalen Reger only has to go over 30 receiving yards against the Lions who are giving up 192 a game to yes. wide receivers. And this blew my mind. 13 <laughs> wide receivers 
have went over 30 yards against yeah. the Lions. <laughs> and I wanted to make sure because everyone would say, you know, what about Devonta Smith? Five times this season, the Lions have allowed two receivers from the same team to go over 30 yards in a game. Well, so- yeah, yeah, we're at 13 <laughs> and, and do the math, guys. That's seven games. It's there's one game where more than more than one, you know, yep. has not got it. So and the that's- same thing goes into Michael Pittman. We it's receptions on the main slate, but Pittman over 61 yards against Tennessee mm-hmm. 13 times this year. Receivers have went over 61 yards against Tennessee. Tennessee is giving up 226 yards to wide receivers. And again, my favorite part about the main slate is you, you've made the joke or excuse me, my favorite part about the prop lobby you made the joke, we don't want to give away everything because we want differentiation in the lineups. In the prop lobby, we're just taking money from Thrive. We can right. all make the same picks <laughs> right. and just take the money. <laughs> so. right. I'm clicking the buttons right now. I'm, uh, <laughs> right, Berm's on it. Berm's on it. We're just going to bankroll Right, we're just going to bankroll some more. This is how you bankroll your uh, main slate entries. That's so. per- You are 100% right now. I'm going to tell just one more quick story about this. So last week, all the stories came out about the San Francisco weather game, how bad the weather was going to be. Well, I went and checked the props for this specific game. You could combine Jimmy Garoppolo under 200 yards, Carson Wentz under 200 yards, Jonathan Taylor over 60 yards last week, seven times your money. I'm going to be honest with you. I did not do well in the prop lobby last week. I combined too many high-risk things with low-risk things. I had about $100 wagered, so I went ahead and threw 15 bucks on that six times and made all my money back in one game. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. The quick recoup. I love it. Exactly. And I'm noticing here, like, you really like, if you want to do the uh, four-team player parlay, uh, assuming a lot of these are correlated, which they're going to obviously be if you have, yeah. like, you know, the quarterback and number one receiver, which is like half of these are more. The only rule is you have to pick from two opposite teams. You can't do a two player parlay from both players being on the same team. So, right. uh, okay. Yep. Okay. So, so could I do uh, two of those, like uh, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, and then like. And uh, then just throw a sure thing in from another game. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Like, yep. Uh, Take advantage of that. There you go. Absolutely. You can't can't do that in most books. Exactly. And it's awesome. Like I said, I, I, everyone, my, my co-host tells me I need to brag about it more. I have made money on this every week until last week. And I was still able to break even. And if I had put more money on that San Francisco game that I knew was going to happen, I could have made money every week. (laughs) Thanks. Hey, thanks bomb cyclone. Yeah, exactly. Like when I heard it, I was like, oh, that's props. Like that's all that matters is props there. Yes. So I immediately slid over to the props and I was shocked to see them both to be able at under 200 yards. And then at halftime, I think they were both at 70. I went to bed <laughs> with no worries because Jonathan Taylor was already over his yardage mark. Right. And I was like, okay, th- this was an easy one. So we're good. We're yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. Well, that being said, any other ones you like this weekend? Yeah, let me go over my notes. So those were three of my top five. The uh, the Pittman, actually Rager didn't even make my top five. I adore it, but it didn't even make my top five. Uh, Carson Wentz over 245 yards, which plays into the Pittman. Deontay Johnson over 66 yards against Cleveland. I think both teams are going to struggle running the ball and they're going to have to go to the air. Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool could have big games. And then Tyler Lockett only 46 yards needed over Jacksonville. And obviously there's the DK Metcalf conundrum, but I kind of dug into both of these. Metcalf has to go over 63 yards. He's available as well. Jacksonville's allowing 193 to the wide receiver. 
Jacksonville has allowed over 63 yards to seven different wide receivers. And then along with that, they've allowed over 46 yards to eight different wide receivers. So you could okay. probably play both of these, but if you're not real comfortable, take the lower one. Obviously Metcalf proved it. He can do it in one catch, but I think you're going to see Lockett over 46 without much of an issue. Yeah. It's, um, that's funny. You mentioned the Deontay. I, I bet that one literally right before we came on the air. So um, like that over as well, Yeah, but um that sounds good this sounds like a good place to wrap up gentlemen and ryan i really do again appreciate you hopping on the show and being so generous with your time man remind everybody where they can find you and check out your stuff yeah so you can find me on twitter at the fantasy five five is spelled out f-i-v-e uh, most of my work right now is coming out uh, with um, Club Fantasy. Um, we do weekly podcast. I do a Thrive video. I do a stream of the week video. I also occasionally throw together articles for football guys when they need me to throw something together. This past week, I put out an article about some of the big name players that I think are you're okay to go ahead and drop and redraft. Um, got a little flack for saying it's time to drop Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand it. People are saying wait till the trade deadline. I <sighs> give me a break. No one's buying his $17 million contract right now. But again, um, it's, it's, it was a fun article to write. It was real stressful. And I kind of touched on this in my intro. When we make a bad sit start decision, like when we're giving advice and make a bad sit start decision, it affects you for one week. But when you tell somebody to drop someone, you're affecting their <laughs> entire season. And so there's a right. lot that goes into that. Um, but look for my stuff on club fantasy, look for my stuff on football guys, but more than anything, shoot me a DM on Twitter. If you need anything, I'm, I'm a very helpful person and do my best to help people win some money. So. Excellent. Well, again, appreciate you stopping on the show, man, and going through helping us prop up here and wanted to just yes. one more time, remind everybody that they can go and download the thrive fantasy app or go to thrivefantasy.com and use promo code hot take H O T T A K E and get that 100% deposit match bonus up to $100 for all of you if you are a new user. So get in there and check it out if you haven't. I mean, come on, it's week eight already. So get in there, <laughs> get your head in the game. Berm, where can everybody find you on Twitter, bud? You can find me at, uh, at Peace by Inches FF. That's the only place I'm really at. That's where you get the screenshots of Burn winning the monies. That's right. The bank bankroll berm. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Right. And you can find me again at Josh Dallas 72. I appreciate you guys stopping by here for this week eight episode of the hot take podcast. <laughs>